Man, we motherfucking back. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We back. Yeah, I took a day. My, my, I lost my voice, so. Say, Mike, sometimes it's painful to relive the past. But sometimes you got to relive the past in order to Big get Gates. Running. I just don't wish to be real. I'm him. I'm a prisoner in my own mind. I feel like these walls talking to me. I feel like these walls talking to me. Prisoner in my own mind. I feel like these walls talking to me. I feel like these walls talking to me. I'm a prisoner in my own mind. I feel like these walls talking to me. I feel like these walls talking to me. I'm a prisoner in my own mind. I feel like these walls talking to me. I feel like these walls talking to me. I was young when my mama had me. Think I ran away from home about the age of 15. Juvenile detention. Talked about behind my back by my family members. Hurtful feeling being a black sheep. I'll admit it, being young, I made some bad decisions. Or too big, I guess my loyalty got used against me. Learn to focus on myself, now I got tunnel vision. Kicked in my when I was down and went through hell. What's my name? It's Lavo. Savian Lavo One. Lavo. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Xavier Lavo. Welcome to the Xavier Lavo Show, where I'll be your host, Xavier Lavo. I like saying my name a bunch of times because nobody fucking knows it. Caspian. Hello, Caspian. Caspian love. God damn it. Shout out to Kevin Gates. I am him in stores now or on your phone. iTunes, Spotify, everything. Kevin Gates, an amazing artist. Uh, I love the growth. Great dude. That's family. Pressure. I fuck with him. BWA. All that shit. Head over to klavo.com, www.klavoe.com. In Spanish, it's www.klavoe.com or punto.com because I said the Spanish. <laughs> Go on the link, check it out. Get you some merch, support the podcast, buy some shit. Uh, what else I got? The Instagrams can save me a lot, but y'all can find me on Facebook and whatnot too. I'm trying to get better at doing these damn drop ad things. But yeah, man, head over to the website, buy some merch. Um, I'm gonna do a huge price drop just for Christmas. I want to see if I can sell as many hoodies as I sold last year, um, or pass it. And they're different ones this year. Like last year, all we had was three, um, and we killed with one that was limited edition. It sold out fast, and then the other ones, you know, it, it was a slow draw. But hey, we gonna rock it. We gonna rock it. Um, so Monday I lost my voice. Like it was just shot really, really bad. Tuesday I didn't sound any better, but I attempted to try and re-record, and it just it wasn't no good. Uh, the Iran thing happened and I was like, well, I really want to know where this is going to go. So I wanted to make sure I read into that and looked into it. The debate was Wednesday or was it Tuesday as well? So the debate happened, the Dem debate, hashtag Dem debate that happened. Uh, and and really nothing has been still pretty slow. Like it's kind of hard to, to bring you news when the same thing keeps happening over and over. And I think we've made it very clear that we see what's going on. And I find this shit is, is funny because, like, where I come from, the tactics that these people are using on Donald Trump is the same tactics they use on us. They intimidate. They try to scare you with certain things. I mean, listen, in Iran, we had 28 troops, 26, 28 troops removed. Like, that's nothing. When they got sent over there 10, year ago, 10 years ago, they were supposed to be there for a month and come back. These people have been fighting for thousands of years. It just it is what it is. It's not our job to police the world. Although we do, in this instance, it just continues. Why are we losing troops? Now, the left and the Democrats have always been anti-war. Bring back the troops, right? We don't want the guys to fight anymore. We need them home. You know, the hippies, peace. 
Trump brings them back and y'all have a problem. You know, it's strange to me. First, it's, oh, he's a war mongle. I can't believe we're going to war because of him. Let's just give you some stats. Obama had the most wars under his belt as any president. Under Trump, we've had the least amount of wars. He's removing the troops. Isn't that what we want? We want our boys home. I thought we didn't want war. What happened to everybody that says that we don't want war? We finally get no war. He pulls back, gets away, does what he says he was going to do. Get them out of there. And now there's an issue. It's so funny how they always have an issue. If we go there, they have a problem. If we leave, they have a problem. The Democratic Party, the left, the, the, the Green Party people, all these people that always say no war, no war, no guns, no this, no that, are literally telling you right now that they want war. These are the same people that want to take your gun from you. They're telling you they want war. Trump even cut a deal. If you didn't know, there's a deal being cut where they're actually going to work together and take care of that shit. But we're just walking away. We've trained them. That's what we're supposed to go do is just help them train them and get them right so they can protect their land because their land's being overtaken. Now, this worry about Russia coming in and da 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 Hey, man, shut that the fuck up, okay? It's always an excuse and it's always something. And now you hear Nancy Pelosi going around, oh, it always goes right back to Putin. What? Like the audacity. It blows me the fuck away that every single time we start to talk about something new, it's impeachment right away for whatever it is. He releases the transcript. Nothing happens. There's no impeachment. That shit's all out the fucking window. Fuck it. Then it's, oh, he's pulling out. Now we're fucked. We're going to create a vacuum and they're going to fucking come in. That's how ISIS came about. We pulled out. ISIS came in and took over. Trump took them out too. Honestly, most of them, not all of them, because they're so broken up in the way that they work and operate. It's kind of hard to get them. But, you know, they took a majority out and they've slowed them down a huge, huge bit. But pulling out completely out of a place that you're policing and you're basically 24-7 security for the fucking place. It, that causes an issue. That's not the case here. It never was. We, we were meant to be there one month. It's been 10 years. This is a big deal. We've lost lives. We have people getting hurt. We have veterans all day, every day going out there to fight for what? I thought you guys didn't want war. Shit, we don't want war either. That's why we make these big-ass guns and we make all the weapons just to stop war. Unfortunately, once you open that box, you don't close it. Walk with a big stick and step lightly. There's no need to be a bully. We don't have to be bullies. Who the fuck's a bully? It's just a matter of, well, since we are the fucking economic growth of the world, since we are the center of the world, since we are what makes the world grow. In general, fuck just economic, just, man, America steps and everybody follows. I think we should have the biggest weapons to protect ourselves. Who else is going to come in and take over shit, right? Isn't that what y'all afraid of? About what they're going to do and take over? We have people in this country that come here as uh, citizens of other countries and you know want to become American, they go through the paperwork, they do all the stuff, they do all the things, and they'll tell you this is an amazing place to be. I have being Puerto Rican, you know, I'm from the Caribbean. I have a lot of immigrant friends that have come here from Cuba as uh, refugees and political prisoners. Uh, I know Mexicans that have come here over the border and have gotten their legality as they've been here illegal. So I, I and I understand both sides of of. of both of those things that they did, like even though they're separate issues, they're still similar 
unfortunately for Mexican people that do come here, yes, they have a, a, a bad rap because of things that have happened, but you already know one fucks it up for everybody, right? Um, the only reason I'm even bringing that up is because when those people do come here, no matter where they're from, they come here and they fall in love. They are amazed by how much freedom they have. They respect the laws. They are grateful for the systems that we have. And I hear the flip side. When the Sandy Hook shooting happened, a bunch of my Cubans friends said a bunch of my Cuban friends had said that would never happen in Cuba. We don't got guns like that. See, Cuba forces you to go to the army for two years. You have to be a, a military police. They force you to eat what they tell you to eat. They, you know, you do what you got to do. There's a curfew. This, that's what happens when you have a dictator. That's what happens in communism. See, the belief is that in communism, everybody comes up. No. They think that if you remove competition, everything is an equal playing field. Well, in reality, that equal playing field is so low on the spectrum that it just makes everybody poverty stricken and, and fucking pathetic. You don't go to the gym and lift heavy weights every day just to look like everybody else. So why do you deem or receive the same results? That's what happens in communism. If I go to the gym for two hours and you go to the gym for none, you don't go to the gym. You don't get a body like mine. That's not how that works. I still got my teeth in. I'm able to speak very clearly with these on right now with my Smile Direct Club. Uh, but it dries out my lips, so it, it's going to be a, a bunch of water splashes. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, I digress. Uh, when people do come here and they represent this country, they, they do it with such pride, and it's like we take advantage of it. And I've always looked at that and gone, damn, why are they so happy to be here? I've seen Chinese Americans that come here. They speak Mandarin Cantonese and will fly the American flag, talk football, love this country. How amazing it is, how they've been able to prosper in this amazing country. I see Indian Americans uh, probably start off at, at dollar stores, running a dollar store, and then put their kids through medical school or attorneys, or physicists. I mean, it's amazing what they do. Only because they know the struggles of not having are they able to come here and accomplish as much as they do. Like, I always tell people, like, you wouldn't have a LeBron without Michael, right? Like, Every time a new ball player comes out, now it's I got to be better than the last guy, right? So you had Kobe that was better than Jordan or the same. We're not going to have this, this fucking debate. Just let me get my fucking metaphor off. Kobe was better than Jordan. LeBron's better than Kobe. And then somebody's going to come and be better than LeBron, which would entail be better than all the ones before him, right? That's just how it goes. Like uh, the story about climbing to the top of... Uh, of the Himalayas. The first time it took them two months of some crazy shit. Now you can get to the top in less than a week. Right? Like once somebody does it, it becomes easy. So in life, either you do create something new and understand that it's going to take a long time or you just follow the path that's already given. And then, you know, you add your sauce to it. That's the trick. It's one person every two months would make it to the top of the Himalayas. Now it's 47 to 100 people or some shit a day. They used to dunk from the fucking free throw line. Now they're dunking from fucking damn near the three-point line. Motherfuckers are having fucking vertical jumps that are insane now, right? 
Like that gangster shit got real crazy in the 2000s because we saw what happened in the 90s and the 80s and we just took it even further. Oh, you shoot during the day? I shoot all day. Fuck just during the day. Oh, you do drive-bys? We walk up. Gangster. Super gangster. You have to. You just, you're always better than what's before you, right? When you don't have and you have to struggle to get, that shit creates character. That shit creates a pride. That shit creates integrity. Not having and earning creates an amazing person. Um, Another theory of mine, I'll say for another time, but I feel like uh, when you're wealthy or rich or very, very, very well off, your kids lose out on gaining character because there's no struggle. They don't see the hard work. You got to stop hiding the hard work from your kids. Your kids should always see the hard work and understand the struggle is something they should embrace. It builds character. It's a beautiful thing. Some people are very dry because they've been held back from a lot of things. And on top of being very dry, they've only seen the life that they've seen because of the sacrifices that were made before them, but they can't appreciate those sacrifices. They may be able to articulate that they appreciate them, but they really don't show that they do. And that's okay. But there's a reason why I hold off on spending crazy on my kids. I want them to be great people first and foremost. So with all that, you look at the illegal immigrants and you look at the legal immigrants in that situation and they say they love this country and they want to be here. And you have a group, the left, the Democrats, that say, we want to let, this was during the debate, we want to let everybody in for free, get Medicaid, get this, get that. I mean, on what terms? On what guides? We can't even figure out how to fix the people that are pending to become citizens. Why are we worried about the ones trying to come here if we can't even fix the ones that are already here? That's one point. Second point, 60,000 homeless people in California. Seems very communism-ish. Communist-ish-ish. Communist-ish. Bingo. New word. Google it. But you understand what I'm saying? Why is California struggling so much? Why would anybody listen to Kamala Harris? Why would anybody listen to any politician that comes out of California? What the fuck has California done right? You have 60,000 homeless people. See, that's my teeth. They're sticking in my fucking mouth. 60,000 homeless people. Your health system is trash. I mean, they do make money. Their jobs pay well, but at what cost? You're buying a house that's over 100 years old and about the size of a garage anywhere else for millions of dollars. They have made you struggle and made you believe that you're paying that premium for the weather. Nah, you're paying that premium because of socialism. They're fucking you. They're just fucking you. And you're allowing it. So, no, I'm not going to listen to anybody from California tell me any fucking thing about politics. I'm good. You, y'all don't know how to do it in your own state. Don't come around here. You think I want you to run the country? There's 300 million plus people in this country, and there's 60,000 homeless in California. If you extrapolate that across the whole country, that's some crazy-ass fucking numbers we're talking. Like, what are we going to have? A 10% homeless rate across the entire country? Every city, every state is going to have 10,000 homeless because of you? What if New York City has 60,000 homeless or more? What if New York City had 100,000? Everybody keeps saying California would be the first place that I have a million homeless people. You understand what 60,000 people looks like? That's a lot of fucking people. You can't fix that. I don't want to hear about illegal immigration. These people scare the fuck out of me because their game is, let me give you, give you, give you, and then you vote for me. But Elizabeth, how much is this going to cost? 
38 trillion dollars. Our country's intake is only like 43 trillion dollars. How the fuck are we going to pay social security? How are we going to pay anything? It doesn't make any sense. You can keep on making these promises and wishes, but you have to have it on paper and you have to be able to show us how it's going to happen. Stop targeting the rich. You're the rich. Pay the fuck up. Give, give, give. And take your gun. And tax you. And tax you. And turn back things. Trump's policies are horrible. We're going to change everything. But our economy is stronger now than it's ever been. We're working deals. The man never stops. We're going to impeach him on a phone call and he should be impeached. Everything now is impeachment. Like, it, it, you know, impeachment doesn't mean removal. They still can't even put out real subpoenas because they're not even under a real investigation yet. They haven't proven anything that was wrong at all. The transcript, it is what it is. It's been released. There's no whistleblower necessary after something has been released. This is already discussed. They tell you that in Iran, we don't want war. So he pulls out because we don't want war. Trump said he was going to bring our troops back. He really brought the troops back. But now the Democrats want war? The Democrats? Y'all the ones that fight all the time and say, no, we don't want war. The, the Republicans are the war-torn assholes, the rhinos, the capitalists. The, so y'all don't want the troops to come back. Interesting. It's become an super uber extreme like giveaway and then a super just e unirrational is that even a word that i say that right unirrational or irrational fuck i don't know the word it's just like a bunch of fucking kids making promises about one thing and then just because we do like if we say hey let's go right they want to go left hey okay we're gonna go left oh why the fuck would you go left we're gonna go right wow Let's continue on with the communism. Does anybody know here how many people in China have Twitter? I'll give you a second. Maybe Google it. Well, you guessed it. Twitter's banned in China. Along with hip-hop tattoos and hip-hop music. And the Chinese aren't allowed to make rap music in China. That I know because I was working with Chinese artists. And the government banned it. I said it'd be illegal to get these tattoos. If you have hip-hop tattoos, you will go to jail. They have re-education camps. Re-education camps. You have Mayor, uh, or not Mayor, Senator, was one of the de Blasios. He was on the radio talking about, oh, if Jin Jinping, I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, the dictator from China, if he doesn't do what his constituents like that, he, he won't be able to have his base and he won't be able to keep running and, and keep his spot as uh, as basically Supreme War leader. The fuck he is, really. He does the fuck he wants. You got this stupid son of a bitch, governor, or senator, whatever the fuck from New York, telling us that in China they have a democracy? Are you fucking stupid? How did you make it this far in life? It's a dictatorship. You do what they tell you to do. Those nets are really outside of those buildings where they make those fucking phones, you weirdo. There's no base for that man. Hong Kong is fighting for freedom. They want off of that bullshit. They want to have a democracy. So you have a senator, a governor, whatever the fuck he is, don't know dick shit about China, speaking on China. And Donald Trump cut a deal with China. Then you have entertainers that use their platforms 
for unfortunate truths and just stupid ass fucking moments in their life, right? Just because you make a lot of money doesn't mean you're smart. I've said this many, many times and I've had to tweak it because there are certain people that have made a lot of money and they're very smart. I should preface it by saying if you're an entertainer that has made a lot of money, that doesn't mean you're very smart unless you've diversified your portfolio and you've actually developed companies and you have businesses and you do understand business. You don't necessarily have to have a degree or have a formal education. But when I look at a 50 cent and we speak about somebody that made a lot of fucking money and knows what he's talking about, there's a reason why he don't talk politics. That motherfucker voted for Trump. Jay-Z himself. Drug dealer. Like I. Took his money. Did great in music. Still the best rapper alive. I give him that. That man has withstood the test of time and has built an empire like no other. We have never seen something like this ever. And this is amazing what's going on with that man. Yeah, I want to hear what he has to say. You see, when Jay-Z said he was selling dope, it was when it was one of the craziest times to sell dope. Yeah, it wasn't easy. When LeBron James gets to talking about what people in China are doing or what's really going on in China and he's speaking and defending China instead of defending the people and the freedoms of those people that should show you that he's not a social justice fucking leader as he says he is he's too stupid to see past the money you see the NBA and himself have huge deals cut with China because they make all their shitty products over there why else would you defend a criminal and not even a criminal They just do shit weird. They do shit unfair to their people. And I think it's fucked up because when with so much power, they get away. You remember China was the place where you could only have one kid, right? Like that wasn't that long ago. We're talking the 90s. I think. I think I'm talking on my ass. But it was very recent. And if it wasn't the 90s, that shit went to the 2000s. China. The people from Hong Kong, they have a Statue of Liberty posted up on a mountain. They've been singing fucking uh, the national anthem, the United States national anthem, the United States of America national anthem is being sung in Hong Kong. They want freedom. The coach from the Houston Rockets tweeted out what he tweeted out. Somebody from Hong Kong got upset. Can't be saying that type of stuff. LeBron James had the balls to say that although we have freedom of speech, you have to take that there's still negatives in that. What? He only articulates well when it's put together for him. Because remember when Trump said, shut the fuck up and dribble? We're right back to that. Just shut the fuck up and dribble, dog. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Nobody in China saw that post. Twitter is banned in China. As well as their Google. Google in China is filtered. You don't make posts. You don't Google whatever you want. You Google what they let you Google. You post what they let you post. You do what they let you do. You don't do what you want to do like here. So when LeBron James is over there caping for China, that just tells me one thing. One, he's dumber than a pile of shit. So maybe not one thing, a few things. One, he's dumber than a pile of shit. Two, he's not a real social justice leader as he says he is. And three, which is the one that fucked me up the most, for a man with so much money, why is he still enticed by them? Like, that scares me. How much more money do you need? 
Why don't you make your shoes in America? I know you've done great in Ohio. I'm not taking that from you. But the simple fact that you don't understand how China operates is pretty pathetic, especially because all the business you do over there. I get furniture from Vietnam. We've gone to Hong Kong. We've seen what they got out there. We know what it looks like. I'm not a multi-gajigging billionaire like you. I can't even play basketball. I'm too little. But you put your foot in your mouth. And then your publicist went and tweeted some stupid shit out. Don't you ever tell anybody that there's negatives with freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is what makes this fucking country amazing. Period. Never take that back. Unabashed. Freedom of fucking speech. We say what the fuck we want, how we want it, when we want it. As long as we ain't threatening nobody and hurting nobody, that don't matter. But we can say what the fuck we want. And globalism doesn't work. Here's another prime example. I've told you before. We have too much. And you know what? This is actually another theory of mine. The Democrats count on Twitter and bullshit to move, right? Like they move according to Twitter. But they're not moving the right way because... My biggest beef with the whole Twitter thing and the globalism thing is that you have people that are weighing in and giving opinions on shit that has nothing to do with them or aren't even here. But they're loud enough to continue to fucking make their voice be heard and to keep bitching, 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 bitching. And they're heard, although they are not. And I repeat, they're not American. This is why globalism doesn't work. How come... If some fucktard in the UK wants to talk shit about America, y'all listen. When an American shits on China, oh, I can't believe he did that. China's communist, bro. That's a dictator. They do what he says. Period. You do what he says. That's not how we live here. I'm ashamed. You've allowed people that don't even fucking operate like us give their opinion and have weight. And then you get entertainers such as Cardi B. Could barely speak English. And she wants to talk politics and taxes. Don't understand a goddamn thing about it. LeBron James. Supposed social justice leader, but doesn't even understand that China's communist and China runs the way they run. And they don't have a democracy like we do. They don't have choice like we do. They do what they're told. How don't you do, why don't you know that? When I say that we can't have globalism, I mean it. And let this be a lesson. The proof is in the pudding. We can't get blocks to get along, let alone states, let alone cities, let alone neighborhoods, let alone countries. If you have not realized that we have differences, there's still places in this world where women cannot speak. There's still places in this world where being gay will get you killed. There are places in this world where your skin color does matter. I know we have a lot of prejudice. I know we have a lot of stresses in our neighborhoods. I understand we still have a long way to go, but we've come a long fucking way and we are not China. Those people want freedom. If you are for social justice, you'll be on the side of the people. Whose side are you on, bro? Really, whose side are you on? It just blows me away. Like, I didn't get into this because I wanted to, but where I'm going with my life and my career, I mean, this is where it's taking me, politics. And, you know, I think that the sign, a sign of greatness is being able to take the complex and making it simple. That's, I think I take pride in being able to do that. Like, I could, I could break down Iran in two seconds. Okay, so we pulled some people out 
But because he did it right, they got a problem with that. So if we would have left them there, they would have had a problem with that. If we would have sent more people, they would have had a problem with that. Let me shut this up. I apologize, y'all. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. They have an excuse for everything. Are you going to get everybody in a war? Yeah, we just did. I can't believe you did that. What the fuck is going on? Are you telling me the Democrats want war? Huh. That's weird. Walmart opened a health clinic in Georgia. It's pretty fucking cool. I don't understand how that all works, but that's cool. <laughs> like, fucking Walmart. Go good Walmart. Yo, go Walmart. I actually... <laughs> quick, quick one, quick one, quick one. This lady got mad at me, right? Because I was like, the stadium's trash. She's like, why do you think the stadium's trash? I said, I felt like it was a disservice putting a stadium at the end of the strip. If they would have put the stadium in North Las Vegas, they could have built around it. The infrastructure that would have been come, that would have been built and placed around it would have been amazing. Um, in the sense that you would have been able to build the stadium in a rural area and then build around it because North Las Vegas is so undeveloped. Then you could have built businesses such as restaurants, uh, maybe not corporatize it as much as it's going to be on the strip. You could have opened up uh, movie theaters, bowling alleys. You could open up uh, dry cleaners, gyms. The training facility could have went over there. You could have helped the little leagues. They could have helped uh, that stat city along with taxes. They would have been great with those taxes. I get it. They came to Vegas because they wanted the tax from the casinos or they wanted to tax us and fuck us. But in reality, that stadium should have been paid by them 100% and built in North Las Vegas. They should have been the North Las Vegas Raiders. And it would have done amazing, amazing. Look at what Tesla did up in fucking Reno or right before Reno. It's blown up. The prices over there for homes are going through the fucking roof because everybody's rushing over there for that fucking gigafactory shit. If you build it, they will come. Building a stadium on the south side of the strip where they put it, to me, it won't do much. Prove me wrong. I want to see some tailgating. It just don't feel right. It's not going to create work. Eight to nine games. Couple concerts. These are going to be second hands. These are going to be temp agency people. I mean, they're not even training there. Like, what, what, Super Bowl every once in a while? We have arenas. This is Las Vegas. Y'all, did y'all forget that this is Las Vegas? And she goes, Oh, so the stadium is like Walmart. I said, What the fuck did you say? She said, The stadium is like Walmart, ruining people's lives. I said, It ain't going to ruin nobody's life. And how does Walmart ruin lives? Walmart actually employs thousands of people. Like one Walmart employs hundreds of people. And if you take it to the top, as far as like really look at Walmart, they build a Walmart, right? So the revenue and the money, well, not the revenue, excuse me, but the money that's spent to build it goes into that town because they'll hire locals to build it. Boom. That's one thing they do. Then they hire people. Um, Let's just give them a small number. Let's say 500 people to run a Walmart. That's what they have to hire, right? From the bottom to the top. Uh, from the rooter to the tutor, uh, shopping cart people, you know, cleaning people, stock people, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, when I say 500 people, I'm talking in the store, X amount of people, uh, whoever their customer services in the background, not the people that are in the physical store, but whoever has to run the background, whoever has to do the numbers, the analytics, the marketing, the truck drivers, um, the people that do the routing. The, I mean, it's a huge operation. Mom and pop shops are getting taken out because of Walmart. Are they being taken out because of Walmart or are they not able to adapt and do better? You see, it's competition. 
My dream is to have my furniture store inside of Walmart. I don't want to have my stores anymore. I want to have a piece of Walmart. I want to be global with Walmart. I would like for Walmart to give me their furniture area. We can take out X amount of square feet. I'll have presentations of furniture. Plus my, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Y'all not going to get that sauce from me. But no, ma'am. The Raiders Stadium, the Allegiant Stadium, it is not like Walmart at all. Walmart is productive. This stadium does not produce anything. It's an event venue. That's it. Just a space. An expensive space. A $2 billion space. Will it make money? Yeah, it'll make money. Will it make enough money to pay itself back? Quick? Mm, Debatable. Will prices go down on hotel fees and registration and and, uh, what are the uh, resort fees? Probably not. Will the city be the same? Never. Will we become a football city? In the beginning, after that, it'll fade away. Vegas is very finicky. We were huge hockey fans a year ago. It's been quiet, little bitch. I'm just saying. Just saying. Shout out the Knights, though, because I shouted y'all out. I wanted y'all to win. I love it. I love it. Shout out to the Las Vegas Raiders and the Allegiant Stadium. Allegiant is another Vegas company, if y'all didn't know that. Yeah, when you fly for $25 and pay $65 for a cup of water, that is Vegas, baby. Yeah. Beautiful people. I'm glad we back. We'll be updating the cover soon. And we're supposed to be starting season two um, in November. But I think I'm just going to wait till January because we jumped the gun. I don't know if y'all been here since the beginning. We started early because I was like just dying to get on the mic. Uh, We were supposed to start top of the year. So season two, definitely top of the year. We're going to change the cover about two more times before then just to have some fun with it. And we might even have a couple open panel discussions and shit and change some things up. Uh, I'm back. My voice good. Uh, Shout out to Smile Direct Club. If y'all want the code, go to the last. Mm, I got a new code for this one. I'll I'll hit them up. Get your teeth straight, man. Smile more. Hashtag smile with Lavo. Why? Go to klavo.com, www.klavoe.com. Get you some merch. Support the machine. Sponsor the show. If you got a business and you want me to talk about it, let me know. We'll talk about y'all. My cousin started a mobile haircut business. It's called Night Owl in Las Vegas. I mean, I'm talking 2 a.m. He'll pull up. Now I'm talking about this for the ballers. This for the guys that don't sleep. You know what I'm saying? From 11 to like 6 in the morning, he's out here. Night Owl, barber. Clean. Puerto Rican. He cuts all hair. Fly. Fly, fly, fly. If you have a business, please let me know. Give me a script. (laughs) Give me a script for your business. My name is Xavier Lavo, living the moment. Uh.